Yo, 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 what up? It's your boy, Smiley, a.k.a. The Smilester, a.k.a. Mastermind, a.k.a. Ambition, The Mastermind, Broken Hip Hop Baltimore, featuring us niggas that can't rap and those thoughts that we're fucking... Uh, and you are now tuned in to Smileyto's Way. Before I get into this podcast, I have a few shout outs. Could be borderline several. But um, we got a shout out. Hybrid Hospitality. We're shouting out Faint of Heart Foods. We're going to shout out Jumpstart Cleaning Services, LLC. Shouts out to my man, Brandon Wilson. I see what you're doing, fam. I'm definitely loving it. Definitely loving it. One of those people that's not talking, but doing. And, and that has nothing to do with his business. I'm talking about his activism work. The shit that he's out here doing in the streets. He's in the grind every day. Um, shouts out to Tiffany Womble and shouts out to Jessica Fauntleroy, both published artists, authors from Baltimore, Maryland. Um, once again, you're tuned in to Smileyto's Way. It is 10:31 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, April 2nd, 2000 and what 19? Or maybe I'm back to the future or living in the past. I don't know. Excuse me, quick water break. Hmm. Um, all right, so uh, we're here at Smileyto's Way. It's your boy, the Smilester. Let me start this off by saying, rest in peace, Nipsey Hustle. Rest in peace, thug in peace, crip in peace, sleep in peace, Nipsey Hustle. We lost a great one. Now, if you follow me on Facebook and you saw any of my posts yesterday, you would think that I was just the most malicious and callous person in the world. You really would. But to be honest, if you look deep and delve into my post, you will understand that I was not being malicious. I had no malicious intent. I was not being callous. The one post that sparked it off, I said, uh, this was, um, now keep in mind, he, uh, this is Tuesday. Right now, we're, we're Tuesday, April the 2nd. And uh, he died uh, March 31st, Sunday, two days ago. It was about 3 p.m., 3.30 p.m. Uh, Pacific time, which 6.30 uh, my time. Anyway, I made a post and I said, um, before he was murdered, nobody said or mentioned or heard of said documentary with Dr. Sebi. And now everyone is a conspiracy theorist. And so many people went off. Like, I want y'all to understand something. Like, last time I checked, I mean, it was only seven people. I mean, that's not a lot, but seven people blocked me, deleted me, whatever, off of Facebook. And I mean, that's okay. I was at 4,950 friends, not including followers. So I, I don't know if, you know, I had people who were just following me who blocked me or whatever, but. All I'm saying is I went from 4950, no, I'm sorry, 8 as of this morning to 4942. I never disrespected this man. I never disregarded what he represented. Truth be told, I you know, I, I lauded and I, I uplifted this brother. You know, we lost a great one here because I'm not going to sit up here and say he was the next Martin Luther King of Malcolm X. But who's to say that he couldn't have been? 
He was 33 years old. 33. You know, um, it's the same thing I said when the dude, uh, the little dude Triple X Tentacion was murdered. And it's like he was only 20, 21 maybe, but I think 20. Who's to say what that young man would have done in the next 20 to 30 years? You already saw what Nipsey Hussle was doing. So who's to say what he would have done within the next five years? Real talk. And too many times we're losing our own. We're losing. We, we, I mean, we, we, we're losing our own on a day to day basis. It's a constant fight. It's a battle. It's a struggle. But like we're losing the great ones, y'all. Like this dude is was was a crip. I don't rolling twenties, rolling sixties. No disrespect to the crips. Like I've, I've I've seen you know both online, and I did do my investigating, but I didn't do my investigating on that. It's you know particularly like what gang he was in. But all I'm saying is this is like we're losing too many of ours. If y'all hear that in the background, that's me pouring the Kool-Aid. I need some Kool-Aid in my glass. Y'all need to sponsor me, y'all. But uh, we're losing too many of the great ones, man. And for all the conspiracy theorists out there, for, for people who persecuted me and had anything bad to say or negative or tried to debate me or deleted me or whatever... Come to find out, it was somebody he knew. He knew his assailant. But if you study crime, such as I do, you would know that I won't drop a percentage. But the majority of the time, when a person is murdered, they know their assailant. They know them. And I didn't see the video, but I heard that. You know, after the shooting, the guy kicked him. That was personal. That was a crime of passion. That's what they would call it in the uh, police and forensic world. Mm. Mm. Ah, some good Kool-Aid. But it's very unfortunate that we lost another great one. I watched an interview with him and I saw this interview, you know, before he passed, but I saw it again because, of course, you know, when you're nobody till somebody kills you you know at the end of the day but um, on this video he's being interviewed and the interviewer asked him he's like oh you're not iced out you're not blinking and he said for what he was like I would much rather acquire assets than liabilities if you go back to any of my other podcasts you hear me say that learn the difference between assets and liabilities this is a brother who took the same corner that he sold drugs on. The same corner that he sold his first CDs on in his own neighborhood. And he 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 gentrified it in his own way. He bought half of a strip mall and he opened up stores and had other stores in the process of opening. You know, I feel heartache for his family. Shouts out to Lauren London. You know, I'm, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't really delve into people's personal lives. I just found out that he was uh, married to Lauren London, which I think is awesome. You know, um, black love is beautiful. Understand that they had a nice family. And 
I, I give my condolences, my love and my prayers to you, your family, his parents, um, siblings, anyone that was affected by this loss. And that goes out to my listeners, too, because a lot of people were affected about this loss. I had, you know, people online from what I saw, like a lot of people are hurt behind this because everybody knows he's a good dude. And I'm the type of person like I, I'm I'm my own thinker. So some of the things that I say and the things that I may post online, they're, they're meant to ruffle your feathers, but they're meant to challenge you to think. So people, like I said, were thinking I'm this callous, malicious person. And that's not true. That's the furthest thing from the truth. Number one, I mean, I know Zodiac signs don't mean anything, but I'm a cancer. And it, to be honest, it has nothing to do with me being a cancer, but I would give anyone my t-shirt, not my my undershirt off of my back, not just my regular shirt, not my coat, not just my coat. I give you my undershirt off of my back. So with that being said, like there was no malicious intent once again, but I just wanted to challenge people to think. And the only thing that I said that people, I mean, people, you know, started the challenge. So I made other posts. You can look me up Facebook. My profile is public. Aquil Smiley. It's A-C-Q-U-I-L-S-M-I-L-E-Y. If you want to see the post. But anyway, um, the only post that I really said, you know, that really could have even been conceived as negative is like, oh, everybody's conspiracy theorists. You know, because of this whole Dr. Sebi video and nobody mentioned it before or after. That's just the paraphrasing of it. You know, I stated it earlier in this episode. But um, fuck all that. You know, um, I don't care if you were woke 20 years ago or if you just got woke yesterday or the day before. If you still not woke and it might take, you know, some time and some work. I just think it's unfortunate that. Now people are woke while Nipsey Hussle was asleep, but while he was awake and woke, y'all were asleep. But for for better or for worse, you know, tragedy always brings triumph. And I send my condolences, my loves, my prayers, my shout outs to anyone affected by this loss, because I think I mean, you. I watched the D.L. Hughley interview and he said that there were white women on an airplane that he was on crying about Nipsey Hussle being killed. And they had no idea about him as an artist, but they knew about his philanthropy. You know, the things that he was doing. He was buying these businesses and incorporating people. He was hiring young artists, young dudes in the hood, former hustlers, you know, and, and whomever else. Probably niggas with fucked up hustles, baby mamas, whatever. He was doing something different. Just imagine who he could have been and what could have been 20 years from now. Had some coward had not maliciously taken him out. And back to my point with that, because they have a suspect in custody and everybody was like, oh, conspiracy theory, conspiracy theory. Most rappers that get killed, get killed in their homeland. We'll excuse Biggie for this one And we'll excuse Pac from this argument Only because Pac was born in New York Raised in Baltimore and Oakland He was screaming Westside, California And he got killed in Vegas So we'll excuse those two 
But look at Freaky Ty. Look at Law Scooter from Baltimore. Look at um Triple X Tentacion. Look at Soldier Slim. Look at Nipsey Hussle. Nipsey Hussle got killed not only in his home state, not only in his home city, but on his strip right in front of his business where he owned half of the strip mall. Like, who's that? Who's that angry? Like, how can you be so cowardly? And I mean, just to run up and think it's fucked up. Excuse my language. And I want people to understand that I'm hurt behind this. I didn't know that, man. But I didn't know Luke Perry either. But it hurt, it hit me when Dylan died. I didn't not Luke Perry, but it hit me when Dylan died. It hit me when Nipsey Hussle died. I'm not gonna sit up here and say that I was his biggest fan because I wasn't. I'm not gonna sit up here and say that I've heard all his music because I haven't. But I've been hip to Nipsey Hussle since about 2014. And along with his music, I was, I mean, I, I'm not disputing his music or discrediting his music. Because he was a dope rapper. He was a great artist. I know why he was nominated for a Grammy. Cardi won because she was a woman in sex sells. But that's another story. But his philanthropy, the things that he was doing, just the fact that from that interview, oh, I want to acquire assets as opposed to liabilities. That's what we need to be teaching our, our, our youth and our future. You know, like, if we weren't woke, woke before, are we woke now? Can we open up our own supermarkets and we sell only food that we grow and produce? Are we woke now? Are you ready? Can we open up our own schools with our own curriculum? Can we train these six and seven year olds? We take a group of 20 of them and we train all of them to do something different. And 20 years from now, we bring them back to train the next group of six and seven year olds, to train them all to do something different. A cop, a baker, a lawyer, a doctor, a teacher, um, a trash man, a cook. That's what I'm, I've been saying this. I'm only 36, I'll be 37 this year. I've been saying all this stuff since 1998 and I'm not discrediting anybody who wasn't woke before, but I've been woke. I'm challenging y'all to think yeah, you know, I know I, I'm I'm very unorthodox with my thoughts or whatever, but that's what makes me me. That's what makes the world go around. The fact that you have people like me that are so unorthodox with their thoughts and don't care what people think about how they feel or what they think. I just want y'all to think, man. I'm challenging y'all to think. Now, with that being said, rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. My condolences, my prayers, my love. All my positive energy is going out to his family, his friends, his children, parents, wife, and any and everyone affected by his loss. I'm glad that it actually brought people together for better or for worse, because you have so many different sides, differing sides, but I'm glad it brought people together. But with that being said, another thing I stated is that we have people dying right here in our city every day. And not just here in Baltimore City, but in New York City and uh, Portsmouth, Virginia, Richmond, Virginia, um, Charlotte, North Carolina, um, Atlanta, Georgia, Miami. Baltimore is so worse, though, you know, because you look at D.C. 30 years ago and, and look at D.C. now 
and look at Baltimore 30 years ago and look at Baltimore now. They put a skirt on every city. Look at New York 30 years ago. How is it that a city of 8 million people only has 100 to 150 more homicides than little Baltimore? Same place where Vanessa came to see the goddamn wretched. And that was a poor attempt at a punchline, but my point is this city is wretched. People are mourning for celebrities that die every day and for whatever reason. I still grieve because Pac died. Not grieve, but mourn. I miss him. Prince, my favorite musician ever. The greatest artist ever, in my opinion. I still mourn and feel sadness because he died. So I understand where people are coming from. But we got people right here in this city that aren't famous, but their fathers and their sons. You know what I mean? And their brothers, their uncles, their nephews, their husbands, their boyfriends. And all our main thugs, all our main criminals. You got a lot of good niggas out here dying. Niggas, and excuse the language once again, you have good people out here dying. Good black people, good people of African descent, people of color, people of the Moors. We dying every day out here. Last night they had a vigil at the War Memorial right there at City Hall, downtown Baltimore for Nipsey Hussle. But I done seen days in my almost 40 years where niggas die by the dozen. Yeah, and I've seen days where we didn't have a shooting or a killing in 11 or 13 days. But that's far and few in between. Here in Bodymore Murderland, the city that bleeds. Harm city, harm way, harm's way. How many vigils were had for these brothers that's right here in the streets? And, you know, uh, it's a lot of street niggas out here that's getting killed that... Not saying they deserve to get killed, but they were targeted and they were meant to get killed in reaction or whatever. You know how shit go. That's how the game go. But for a city that averages 300 murders, and they've averaged that since I was a kid. And they only solve one third of all these murders. They take so many murders off of the docket in this city. Niggas from the city that get killed in the county and vice versa or so-called suspects end up deceased they take the case off the docket come on man but for a city of 615 600 no 621 some odd thousand people new york city only averages 100 to 150 more murders than baltimore and new york city has 8 million people are y'all ready yet are y'all woke yet Shouts out to my man Robert Coles. Quick intermission. Had to throw that in there. He's the reason I'm doing this podcast. My man called me the Black Howard Stern. My aunt called me not the next Pac, but the reason, you know, the person that would pick up where Tupac left off. I didn't believe it until after she died. She'd been dead for six years and I only been believing it for three. I see it now. I feel like, uh, feel like Tom Shepard reaching out to Nutso when he finally felt like he had acceptance 
I've been woke. But now I'm more and more woke than I've ever been because our people are so lost. We were so divided yesterday over Nipsey Hussle getting killed because of how this person felt or that person felt in conspiracy theories when and I'm I'm just as guilty. And I intentionally put things out there. A lot of the things that I put online, particularly on Facebook, they're tests. It's like a test of the national broadcast system. It's a test. I want to gauge people's reactions because my my plan and my goals are so much bigger. My plans and goals are way larger than you could ever, ever, ever fathom. Ever, ever fathom. But y'all don't hear me though. When I said, oh, everybody's conspiracy theorists because, oh, this Dr. Sebi video, yada, yada, yada. People gave me so much backlash. And to find out that the killing had nothing to do with the Dr. Sebi video, I look like the smartest person on earth. I mean, I'm not trying to sound arrogant, but the people who gave me the backlash won't admit that. Number one, you have to have patience. You got to wait for things to pan out. Can't always jump to conclusions. When you assume you make an ass out of you and me. But you got to be patient. But and, and part of being, you have to investigate. And part of investigating is being patient to find out all of the details. It was a rad ass nigga. A hating ass nigga. A nigga from his past that he decided that. He, he didn't want to fuck with or wasn't going to fuck with anymore, whatever it was, but either way. But I'm crazy though, right? Mm. Some good Kool-Aid. Okay, okay. One more sip of the Kool-Aid, man. I'll be right back. It'll be about two seconds for you. Two minutes for me. About to go take a year analysis bathroom break I'll be right back hey yo 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 I'm back you're tuned in to Smilito's way with the Smilster courtesy of Broken Hip Hop Baltimore stand up before I get to this next segment I want to shout out one of our sponsors shouts out to Fane of Heart Foods formerly known as Not For The Fane Of Heart Foods Make sure you check them out. If you haven't, you're missing out. Their staple meal, the chicken and waffle platter. Oh my goodness. Gracious. Two Belgian waffles. You get four wings or three pieces of dark meat with fries and a beverage. And then they have a selection of waffles. You can get blueberry waffles, banana nut waffles, cinnamon toast crunch waffles, and fruity pebble waffles, and confection of sugar on top and syrup and honey and drizzle caramel oh my god with the whipped cream <laughs> yeah but we're back we're back we're back in full effect um shouts out to everyone who deserves it i'm gonna go into this next segment the same way i came in the first one you know after mentioning my sponsors rest in peace nipsey hustle rest in peace nipsey hustle thug in peace sleep in peace crip in peace nipsey hustle I send my condolences and my prayers, my sincere condolences and prayers to all of his family, friends, you know, associates, business partners, acquaintances, and anyone else affected by his death. And that goes for fans and regular everyday people alike. 
This one hit home, y'all. I'm going to be honest. I think this might be the one that really awakened everybody. Because off the break, everyone was thinking this whole conspiracy theory. But at the end of the day, like I said, most people who are killed and are murdered know they're assailing. They, uh, half of the people who are murdered get to look their assailant in the eyes. And that's only because the other half are cowards and they running down on motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Flagging them off, popping them off from the back. Unexpected. I know several people personally that got flagged off like that. Rest in peace to the souls to, of the ancestors. Rest in peace to those that are dead and gone that are no longer here. But are y'all woke yet? Are y'all ready? So uh, along uh, with what I said earlier about growing our own food, opening our own supermarkets, employing ourselves and our people, along with uh, starting our own schools. Shouts out to West Unsell, former center for the Baltimore Bullets, coach for the Washington Bullets. Shouts out to the Unsell School right here in Baltimore, Maryland. Merely a 15-minute walk from my, my new current home. Are y'all ready yet? I don't really think y'all are, man. Because a lot of y'all social activists are just social media activists. And I don't want to say I had to check a few people yesterday. But I had to check a few people yesterday. Now, some people came and it was respectful and on some shit like, you know what? You my nigga. I respect your opinion. But I ain't agreeing with that. And this is my, my counter for it. But you had a few people who came on some old other shit on some out the way slide of the neck shit. Not slide. Side of the neck stuff. Let me stop cursing. Because my mom is probably going to listen to this podcast. But I had to check them. And I didn't check them disrespectfully. But I had to check them in a sense like. I have my opinion. I look up what I look up. I know what's fact-based and I know what's opinion. I put out what I want to put out. But you are not going to judge me or not going to belittle me because my opinion is different from yours. That's just like saying, oh, I don't like this nigga because he wear green socks, which I literally have on some green Oakland A stance socks. <laughs> Y'all hear all the product pl- product placement all throughout the prod- podcast. <laughs> And I'm not even going. I'm not even going to go back. I'm just saying, like, oh my goodness, I need a sponsor. <laughs> Shouts out the Stant socks, but you can't like me because I wear green Oakland Athletic socks, and you wear black and gray Oakland Raider socks. Still Oakland, right? But are y'all woke yet? I think this tragedy will lead to the ultimate triumph. I hope it does, but deep down in my heart, I know it will. Not just believe it, I know it. There's enough enough positive energy out there for us to overcome this tragedy and then really, really start doing the things that we need to do to rebuild our culture, to rewrite our history that was stolen from us. We don't know what our history is. You have religions. Christianity has about 20 or 30 different sects by itself we won't even get into Islam and Taoism and Judaism Judaism and we won't get into the other religions I'm just saying like religion has distorted our people and it's not just religion there's so much more you know you have 
the Willie Lynch, the Willie Lynch syndrome, whole bunch of stuff, man. Like, I just, I hope y'all really woke, like not fake woke, but like woke woke. I think y'all are woke woke. I'm pretty confident. I think this one really hit home, but we can't just be upset and be mad when a celebrity dies, particularly a celebrity who's doing something better for the community. I'm not saying don't be upset. I'm not even saying don't riot. But what about these people right here at home? Just like Muhammad Ali said, you want me to go overseas and fight the Viet Congs? Or not to sound racist, my apologies. He was like, I'm fighting wars right here at home. I'm fighting wars right here in Baltimore City. I got three sons, 17, 16, and 11. And the only thing I hope for at the end of every day is my sons make it home. Fuck if I make it home. I'm just hoping and praying that they make it home. Because I know where we come from. I know the obstacles we got to overcome. And it's not just in this city, this country, in this world anyway. We're at the bottom of the totem pole, man. Yo, shouts out and respect to Dave East and my man, my son, for doing a candlelight vigil in New York City last night. And from what I understand, it was peaceful. Shouts out to Slick Daddy, White Lock, WLC from Baltimore for organizing the candlelight vigil last night downtown. Baltimore, Maryland, City Hall, War Memorial. But from what I understand, it wasn't peaceful. Niggas was, was shooting. I don't know if anybody got shot, if anybody got hurt. From what I heard, people were shooting. Now I will go back and investigate and I will correct myself if needed. Y'all know me. But what I'm saying is this like, Baltimore, yo, why can't we, yo, and, and, and it's not just us, but like this city, yo, like I've traveled this country, 50 states, the 50 main states, I done been to 34 of them. I done been to Canada three times. I done been to the border of Mexico and that's nothing. I'm not bragging or anything, but I'm just saying that I've tried to broaden my horizons and I'm continuing to. I got a passport on the way right now for me and my girl. Then my kids' passports is coming up. Soon as I was coming to mail, gotta broaden your horizons and see the world, see how other people live. Like Maryland is known for crabs and we have the best crabs, but we're also known for that crab in the bucket mentality. And it's more so Baltimore, PG now because times have changed. I remember a time in PG where, where Kevin Durant is from Seat Pleasant, that was an upper scale neighborhood. I'm not that much older than Kevin Durant, but I remember when I was in upscale neighborhood, Tantalian, Oxen Hill, you know what I mean? Fort, Fort, man, I ain't even got to speak on it. And that's just, you know, a couple areas of PG County I've been to. I'm not going to tell you where else I've been to, but the one thing that I know and everywhere I've been to, it's always been a hood. It's always been a project. But no matter what, I've always been good there. The energy will never lie, man. May the energy and the soul of Nipsey Hussle live on through all of us. May his message live on through all of us. But there's nothing more he can do because he's dead and gone. And I'm not saying that to be offensive, but where do you come into play? Where do you pick up the pieces? Somebody has to be the savior. Someone has to be the Messiah for our generation. Somebody got to be a martyr. 
And the only way somebody can be a martyr, somebody got to die. And like I said with my aunt, she said, you supposed to pick up where Pac left off. Rest in peace to my aunt Charlotte. She actually grew up with Tupac. Right here in Baltimore. We lived on Rose Hill. He lived on Cater Avenue. Technically, he lived on Old York. But he claimed Cater Avenue. OYC, Old York and Cater. Old York and 35th. Shouts out to all my east side niggas. Lambell and Bartley, Greenmount, the whole east side. Down the hill, up the hill. But what I'm saying is this. When she told me that, I didn't feel it. I didn't believe it. I didn't, I didn't really, you know, understand it till after she died. But if I got to be the JFK for this generation, the MLK for this generation, the Malcolm X, the Tupac, the Biggie, the Left Eye, the Prodigy, the Dr. Sebi, the John Brown, or even the Nipsey Hussle, my energy will never die. My spirit will never die. The things I'm instilling in my sons, man, and I ain't perfect. Out of my three sons, I got three great, remarkable sons. But I got a son that's out there. You know what I mean? He lost right now. And I'm doing everything I can to save him. It ain't perfect. It ain't easy. But I can admit that. I'm still working for it. Working towards it. I'm not trying. I'm doing. And that's what I need everybody else to do, man. Yo, we dying out here, yo, every day. And they really don't care. How many hashtag RIP Nipsey's, RIP Nipsey Hustle hashtags I'm going to see during the course of this week? But by next Tuesday, I ain't going to see shit. I got a little sister right now about to bury her four-month-old son tomorrow. Yo, no disrespect, but like, I got to... You know, grieve with my family. My little brother death anniversary coming up next Monday, April the 8th. But I still feel for y'all. It's no reason for us to be divided over us losing somebody. And then like, I don't like to toss this out there, this word. But man, that dude Nipsey was a legend. Because he was a legend in the making. And no matter what, they shut him down, man. Whether we, I mean, we we don't know if it was a government hit. We really don't. But realistically, it wasn't. It wasn't, man. Just like Pac getting killed wasn't no government hit or no government conspiracy. But we lost a legend losing Nipsey. But the one thing I can say, man, it brought everything out of everyone. I feel everybody pain on this one. Everybody hurting. You got a couple ignorant people for better or for worse said whatever they said, but we not even going to acknowledge them right now. We just going to focus on the people who really truly loved his music, who loved his philanthropy, who loved his, who loved his activism, who loved his energy, who loved his spirit, who loved him. Whether you know him personally or not, it don't matter. I didn't know Prince Pop. I didn't know Luke Perry, Biggie. I didn't know Freaky Ty. I can name countless other celebrities that I was hurt when they died. I ain't know none of them, but it didn't matter. I hurt, but I really hurt for Nipsey because this is a brother that I've been paying attention to and I've been following, even though I wasn't his biggest fan. 
I was a supporter and I was still a fan, just like you and you and everybody else out there that's listening to this podcast. It don't matter about who hurt the most or who grieved the most. And to think like his, like they saying a nigga that was formerly in his circle did it. That's why y'all got to watch our circle, man. Watch the people you fuck with and watch who you don't fuck with. Watch the company you keep. It's a cold world out here, man. You better warm up. Real talk. I'm just saying, man, we got to do better, man. Baltimore, Fayetteville, North Carolina. You know what I mean? New Orleans, Dallas, Houston, and San Antonio, El Paso, Phoenix, Tempe, Oakland, San Fran, New York, Philly, Pittsburgh, D.C., Atlanta, Miami, Orlando, Jacksonville, Chicago, Gary, and Indianapolis, Indiana. Kansas City. From here on, from here, man, we got to unite, man. Now, I'm about to end this podcast, but this is what I pose to y'all, man. I, I keep saying, are y'all woke yet? Are you ready? Let's start doing these million man marches again, right? We start doing these million man marches. We start out, we do one a year. Then the, the next year, we do two. Then we go up the, the four and we get to the point where we do six a year. We can get up to six within the fourth year. So with the five years, yeah, we doing it. But at these million man marches, everybody networking, everybody bond and we do everything we need to do. And we collect at least one dollar from everybody. We elect the president. We elect the treasurer. We elect, you know, a vice president, you know, uh, whatever we need to do. We can start this new Black Wall Street movement. We ain't got to call it Black Wall Street. We ain't got to call it the Neo-Black Panthers. We can call it the new movement or whatever. But let's start it right now. Once a year. To start out the first year, we do it once. Matter of fact, twice. Because niggas go to Miami more than than anything. Niggas take like four or five vacations a year. We start this new movement. We link up twice a year to start out. We get at least a million of us strong. We collect at least one dollar from everybody. More if necessary, but at least a dollar. That's two million in a year. We elect the treasurer and everybody else in place to allocate the money. But for the first five years, we don't touch the money. The second year, we do two. But we we do the same two, but then we do two more. We do one more and we just build up to the point. Like I said, we do six of them a year. That's six million dollars a year by the fifth year. We allocate those funds in our own financial institutions. We put those funds into our own investments. We go out here, we get our own oil. We start our own cities, our own colonies, our own civilizations. And it's not hard. I'm going to tell you how y'all can start right now before we get to that point. Go in your front yard or go in your backyard and plant something. Plant an apple tree. Plant a banana tree. Plant a cabbage patch. Plant some potatoes, some tomatoes. Plant some corn. Plant some kind of food source that you can either eat for yourself or you can sell to these markets, man. 
I don't know what else to say, yo. I'm trying, like, I'm only one man. And I know I, I'm not even going to say I know I can't save the world. I know I can save the world. And I know I'm going to save the world, but I can't do it by myself. I need everybody on board, man. I need everybody on board. You know what I mean? Let's stop fighting each other. Let's stop killing each other. Let's stop disrespecting our most our most important natural resource, the black woman. Let's let's go in our communities and buy these properties that they got all these liquor stores. And let's turn those liquor stores into, you know, studios and regular stores. Turn them into homes. Turn them into training sites. People can get job training. Turn them into rehabs. Let's start gentrifying our own community. Everybody from Baltimore that got money, they 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 left the hood. They left Baltimore. Niggas come to you for a minute, donate a little bit of money here and there, but it ain't even about money. Fuck your money. It's about time. It's about being tangible. It's about being a person that these people that's out here in the struggle can see and physically touch. These motherfuckers can't even touch the man right now. All the scandals she got going, coming out her ass. Collecting money for books and she on board for this and she got health problems. And, and niggas thought it was bad when we had Sheila Dixon. I wish we had Kurt Smoke back, but that's a whole nother story. Are you ready? Are y'all woke yet? I can keep going on and on and on. You know what I mean? But it's not up to me. It's not up to me for y'all to be ready. It ain't up to me for y'all to be woke. It's up to you. So from this day forth, I, I don't have to challenge you. Challenge yourself. Challenge yourself to be better. Challenge yourself to try to promote peace and prosperity and positivity. You know what I mean? Great energy. Putting it out there. Helping the next man. You see a fight breaking out? Don't record the shit on your phone. Try to break it up. Try to come up with a resolution. Real talk, man. We dying out here. And we dying at our own hands. Yeah, we dying at the hands of the government. But we dying at the hands of the government through the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration. The government ain't putting out hits on no on, on niggas for real. Like a nigga like Martin Luther King, yeah. Either way, like I, I, I don't know. I'm, conspiracy theories are only that theories. I'm not even going to get into that right now, but all I'm saying is, man, on Sunday, March 31st, 2019, we lost a great one. Rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle, man. I'm sorry that everybody been divided, but maybe through this division, we can come together and unite. Finally, unite as one the way we supposed to be. Everybody else joining forces and uniting, even the gangs. You got gangs that was beefing. Latino gangs, white gangs, beefing with each other. They coming together. Why are we so far behind, man? Nail me to the cross right now, if that's what it takes. And I ain't just saying that shit to say it. I mean it. Because the message that I got, you ain't going to have to question if it was a government conspiracy about me getting killed. They're going to say that I committed suicide, but I got two bullet holes in the back of my motherfucking head. You ain't going to have to question nothing. You're going to know it was a conspiracy. But I'm going to die for a reason. And I'm going to die for a purpose. I'm trying to save y'all, man. 
trying to save my kids, your kids. Everybody kids out here, man. And it's the same shit I've been saying since 1998. It's 2019. I'm only 36, man. Only about to be 37. My bad for the anger and the hostility. With that being said, I'm going to let this podcast go. I'm going to let y'all in on one little note, though. This is the first podcast that I've done in the daytime because I'm actually up and I'm thinking like my mind everywhere. Everybody that knows I work two jobs and one of them is, a, is an overnight job, an overnight cook at a hospital. But I mean, more of my podcasts are normally like during the wee hours of the day, still dark outside, crickets chirping. But here we are, I'm finishing off this podcast at 11.17 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you, thank you, thank you once again for everybody who listened, everybody, you know, who tuned in or who's going to tune in. Share this podcast, share this podcast, share this podcast. But please don't just take what I say and let it go in one ear and out the other. Let it go in one ear and go into your heart. Let it go into both ears and go into your heart, man. Yo, it's 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 the last days for real. We got to do something to change it, man. Let's rewrite our history, folks. You know what I mean? Start with the man in the mirror. You look at him and you know he ain't living right. Change the way he living. And then try to help everybody else. It ain't going to come easy, but it's going to come. That's all I'm saying. You have now just finished listening to another episode of Smileto's Way with your boy, The Smallster. Courtesy of Broken Hip Hop Baltimore featuring us niggas that can't rap and them thoughts that we fucking Baltimore stand up.